Welcome to Love Someone with Delilah. This podcast is going to be amazing because we might have one of the most famous people in the history of the world in our studio today. And we have four of my 20 children. Delilah Jr., would you like to introduce our star guest today for the Delilah podcast? Santa Claus. Hi, Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho. Hello, everybody. How are you? It's good to be here with Delilah. Christmas trees. Baby Paula sang Christmas trees here. Does Santa have Christmas trees? Yeah. You're going to get to ask him a lot of questions. Ho, ho, ho. Santa, we're going to take just a moment here to talk about our sponsor for this podcast, which is my favorite store in the world, the Home Depot. Do you know about the Home Depot? Of course. Everyone knows about the Home Depot. We buy power tools there and snow blowers and shovels and all kinds of wonderful things that they have at Home Depot. LED light bulbs, especially. Save on electricity. We're going to pause here to talk about the Home Depot and be right back with Santa Claus. I was just there Christmas shopping finding myself in the midst of power tools, deciding which power tool was going to be the perfect gift this holiday season. The Home Depot has every power tool imaginable. You can never have too many of those. Every brand is there, DeWalt, Milwaukee, Ryobi, and all at great prices. Find great gifts for those on your gift list at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Back with Santa and four of my children who are here in the studio. So Delilah, do you have any questions? Blessing, Briar. How often do you get to interview the most famous Christmas figure in the world? I mean, outside of the baby in the manger. Not often. Not often. Are you girls speechless? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I have a question for Santa. Is one of your reindeers... Rudolph? Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer, yes. Every Christmas Eve, Rudolph leads the way. So is it actually the same Rudolph that we watch in the movie, or is it like Rudolph Jr.? Same Rudolph. Really? Yes. Wow, Rudolph's been around for a long time. They're magic. Um, what do you feed them to make them stay alive? Well, it's mostly magic, but they eat oats and grain and leaves and sometimes berries. Do you have any questions, Baby Paul, for Santa Claus? Santa, you want to go in in his farm? Sure. What did Santa bring you last year for Christmas? Do you remember? Yeah. Did you get a big car? Big car. Did you get a Jeep last year for Christmas? Jeep. um, (laughs) What are the names of your other reindeer? Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donder, Blitzen, and Rudolph. When they're not pulling your sleigh, do they still have reindeer games? They still have reindeer games. We call it exercise, but it's normal for reindeers and deer to run around and jump and play. And Do they get to fly when it's the off season? Flying is just the magic of Christmas. Reindeer reindeer. Do you want to sing the song? Mm-hmm. Red nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. All of the other reindeers used to laugh and call him names. They never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer game. He knows you are sleeping. 
And he knows if you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. Or good. So be good for goodness sake. He looks like he's good. Have you been a bad boy or a good boy this year? Bad boy. You were a bad boy. A good boy. Good boy. When were you a bad boy? When you got into Mama's paints? Uh-oh. It sounded messy. Mm-hmm. Did you get into Mama's paints? Mommy's paints? When you come to our farm, Santa, when you, if you want to take the reindeer out to the barn, Delilah, tell him what he will see out in our barn. A zebra. A zebra. And a donkey. Dominic, the Christmas donkey. We have Thor the donkey, who is Thor. the boyfriend of Xena the zebra. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's a chicken that's unnamed that also hangs out in the stall with Thor and oh, Xena yeah. and likes to ride on Xena's back. How do you put magic in your elf? The magic happens at Christmas time every year. It's just the magic of Christmas. I don't have to put it in them. It just comes over the North Pole. and. So the whole North Pole is blanketed with magic. Correct. If I came up to the North Pole on Christmas Eve, would I be able to fly? You probably wouldn't be able to fly, but you'd be able to fly in the sleigh. Wouldn't that be fun? Right. Mm -hmm. If we could get in Santa's sleigh. There's a movie about a magical dog that goes around with Santa and Santa's best friend. Santa, baby Paul is asking if he can come over and see you. Sure. Come on over. Sit on Santa's lap? Yeah. Okay. What do you want from Santa for Christmas? Um, presents. Presents. Do you want toys? You want cars or airplanes? Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. Spider Man's. You like Spider Man? Mm. How about. Airplane? Airplane? Yeah, airplane. You want an airplane? Yeah. What color? Red. Red. All right, we'll have to look for a red airplane for you. And how about you? What do you want for Christmas? Delilah Jr. Um, I don't know. You don't know? Well, you still have a little bit of time. You could write it down and send it in. Yeah, Santa, what is the deadline for people writing to you? Like, what if kids don't think about it until Christmas Eve? Is it okay that they could still send you a note or a letter? Christmas Eve is stretching it. Yeah, kind of pushing it. At least a couple days before Christmas. You could just send it to North Pole, Santa Claus at the North Pole. How about you two lovely ladies? What do you want for Christmas? A new bed. A new bed? Yeah, I have a bunk bed in my room. So like just a normal bed. Kind of outgrowing the bunk bed phase, right? No, she just wants the bunk bed out of there so that when other people come to spend the night, that's not their <laughs> option. <laughs> and that's that's all I can think of. And how about you? I want... A pair of Air Force One. Air shoes. Force One. Shoes. shoes. The Jordan? They're like um, sports shoes. Last year at my school, we had a Christmas concert. We have it every year. And I was Mrs. Claus. You were Mrs. Claus. Did you sing or just act out the part? I sing too. That was good. It's good to sing. Music is wonderful, especially at Christmas. And Is there like an elf village? Do they live close by you or do they leave once the season is over? No, they stay. They have elf community at their houses. And How big is an elf house? I'm just wondering. It's all relative to their need. How, how, many, how many elves approximately live in elf land at the North Pole? Are we talking a dozen? Are we talking 200, 2,000? How many elves does it take to do that? There's a couple hundred, anywhere from 200 to 250. Do they ever leave and go to Hollywood to star in movies and stuff? 
You've seen elves in movies, yes. Sometimes Hollywood calls and they just like, I'm out of here, Santa. Right, they need elves. But they always seem to come back. At Christmas time. Yep. Okay, good. Going to take a pause here. We're going to pause in the conversation for just a moment to hear from one of our sponsors. And then I will be back with John Churchill and Santa's volunteers. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. This summer, click into Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot and get after those outdoor projects with some serious cordless power from Ryobi. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. Leaves and debris are no match for the 40-volt power of the Ryobi leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Tidy up those flower beds and keep your walkways looking sharp with Ryobi's 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Yard work, done and done. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source, The Home Depot. Shop now at The Home Depot or homedepot.com. How doers get more done. John, thank you for coming in and spending time with me and Santa Claus. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having us. So, John, you've been a part of helping Santa out for how many years? Well, the, uh, the organization that I'm part of has been around since 1956. I did not start the organization in 1956, but I've been with it for the last 14, 15 years now. And tell us about your organization. It's a grassroots organization. It was started by a gentleman named Al Fallinger. Elf Al? Al Fallinger. Oh, I thought you said Elf, Elf Allinger. Al. Yeah, I'm like, how appropriate His that nickname. an elf started it. No, Al. <laughs> His nickname could have been Elf. He was uh, living and working in the city for a utility company, and he was going door to door, checking on people's appliances, doing his job. And he came across an older woman, uh, an immigrant that um, was really down on her luck. And he said, here, I'm, I'm here, here to check on your refrigerator. And she says something along the lines of, it doesn't matter. 
no money for food. So he went back to some of his friends and out of his own money, out of his own pocket, he bought $25 worth of groceries and, and came back to the woman. Which back then probably filled up her refrigerator. Filled up her refrigerator. You know, some, he just bought some nice uh, traditional things and staples. And she was so just happy that someone would do that that uh, he was overwhelmed by it. He came home and talked to his family about it, and they decided to found this charity, Santa's Volunteers. So in 56, we started with that one family, and now we're helping about 825 families over those last years. So it's been over 60 years. And how many volunteers come and put their hands and their heart oh, into gosh. being Santa's helpers? Yeah, there's, there's over 100. We gather every December usually the second week in December at uh, St. Mary's of the Angels Church in their auditorium there. And we assemble, and it's kind of like a production. It's a whirlwind of activity. We get all sorts of things donated. Of course, we have to purchase a lot of things as well. And we work with about 14 charities, pack everything up. And as far as administrative costs, it all comes out of the pockets of the directors. So, you know, one of the ways we like to differentiate ourselves as a charity is any money that we collect from our donors goes straight to, you know, to the bottom line. There's no administrative fees whatsoever. So the directors of Santa's Helpers also have that spirit of Christmas. They do. Uh, People feel great about what they do. And whether they're a director and they're involved for, you know, a, a number of months out of the year, or they come with their families for, you know, that one half day, everyone walks out with a big, big smile on their face. So in half a day, you pack up boxes filled with goodness for how many families? We're at 825. Wow. And so I've been president of the charity for the last several years. I got involved from a good friend of mine. Because of your name, I'm sure. (laughs) Right. Yeah, the last name doesn't hurt. And uh, Mike Foster got me involved. He's been involved for probably, gosh, 30 years now. And we live in the same neighborhood out in the western suburbs. He's like, hey, would you like to do this? And I thought, you know, this is great. I was involved in a charity many years ago in my 20s called Glad Tidings, Glad Tidings for All. And, And when I was in my 20s, it was all about, you know, kind of having a party. And the gal I was dating, who's now my wife, she's like, why are you trying to compete on having this great party with your friend? Why don't you just do a party with a purpose? So that's what we did. And Glad Tidings for All was around for about five years. We did a lot of fun things and raised a bunch of money for some charities, very much like we're doing with Santa's Volunteers. Santa's Volunteers is on a much bigger scale. So when I found out from my good friend, Mike, hey, would you like to get involved in this, this charity? And I had young kids at the time, and it was a good time to kind of get reengaged. I did it, and it's been wonderful. So your kids grew up understanding the true meaning of Christmas. That is a big thing. Spirit of giving. And this is the same with a, with a lot of families that, that come to the toy packing and then the food packing every early December. And yeah, everyone just digs in and has a great time and puts on their Christmas hats. And we've got Christmas carols, you know, playing on the sound system. And it's kind of chaotic and nuts. And we have a Santa imposter show up and just kind of add some spirit to the whole thing. Not imposter. <laughs> Helper, Helper, right, yeah, right. Thank you, Santa. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, it would be nice if we could model this organization, this charity, in every city in America. That'd be something. Wouldn't that be awesome? There's a guy named John Power who has been part of the organization for many years who wanted to do exactly that. We haven't gotten to that type of model yet. And I'm, I'm certain that there's all sorts of Santa's volunteers, organizations like ours, maybe with a different name, that are in many cities around the nation. We're just not necessarily uh, connected. We need to figure out how to connect you. <laughs> yeah. 
because there's power when you do that connecting hearts and connecting ideas. And that's the magic of Christmas again. Yeah. Too bad it couldn't be all year. People be nice to each other like that. It's great. I try all year on my radio show. Yes, I do. <laughs> Isn't that awesome when people come together like that? It's good to see. Yeah. How do you partner, John, with people who donate to get the food donated, to get the toys donated? Do they come from the actual stores? Do they come from volunteers who buy them? How does that work? So we have a board of directors, about six folks, and we've got a, a VP of toy packing, a VP of food packing, and they're responsible for coordinating with the different organizations that we use to buy all the uh, the knit goods and footballs and backpacks and hats and gloves and things that our charities have said, hey, we, these are the things we need this season. And then for food packing, Julie does an excellent job working with Mariano. She's been a really wonderful sponsor for us. And they give us some great prices on what we're doing there to pack for all the different families. And and, you know, we, this used to be a very traditional type of event where turkeys, hams, and all the type of food that you normally have on a table. But now it's it's really grown into a much more diverse and inclusive groups within Chicago that might be Muslim. And we'll supplement that with some gift cards from Mariano's as opposed to the meat products. We try to adapt as as we're going. You mean you have a heart and you're compassionate <laughs> and you pay attention? Right. We try to pay attention. And, and when you're working with an organization that's been around since 1956, there has been a lot of tradition. And so like any community or like any organization you might be part of that's been around for a long time, we've had to change and adopt. And so we're trying to bring in more and more younger people that can be groomed to take over for the organization. We can just keep it going because, you know, there were some times where we weren't able to help out as many people as we wanted because our directors were literally not just retiring, but they were, they were moving on to the next chapter of their life. They were passing away. And so we had to bring in a lot more people that have the same passion for this type of giving and getting involved. And so that's been a big part of my job the last few years with uh, the great people I have on the board. So describe for me, John, if you will, it is present packing day. What does that look like? Paint the picture for me. We have our annual board meetings. Santa, I don't think we've seen you here recently, but at Butch McGuire's right downtown. He's a little busy. You <laughs> He's know? a little busy. So after we have our annual meeting, we get things organized, figure out what our date's going to be again. And then we all show up. Who is we all? 5, 10, 15, 20? Oh, yeah. There's over 100 people from age 4 to 80. And it's a lot of families, a lot of people that have been involved for a long time, and we're getting more new people to come and participate in it. And that's how we, we kind of recruit for directors, because Delilah, you could be one of our directors, and you would work within your community or, or the friends that you have to say, hey, I want to you know, collect money for this cause. And direct me to the santasvolunteers.org website, and you can donate electronically. We have you know content that we allow our folks to use, whether they're letters that are donated for free or you know just uh, emails that are, people are sending out. And just like anything, we're soliciting for what we think is a great cause. We collect all that money. It's kind of a work in progress. We have our bills that we need to pay throughout January. And we do all of our fundraising in the November, December, and first part of January timeframe. And we've been really fortunate with the type of funds we've been able to raise. The event itself is a whole bunch of Christmas packed into about four hours with people going in a kind of a counterclockwise fashion throughout the entire auditorium, big signs up on top with age groups on two through six and six through 12 and older for the types of things that are labeled on the bags that people are getting to then pack up so that we can bring them to all these different charities. The one that my good friend Mike and I are involved in is St. Benedict, the African school on the west side, not a great neighborhood, 
And uh, after we're done packing things up over that four-hour time frame, my family and I will go to, uh, with Mike and his family, in our U-Haul truck. You don't want to follow us when we're driving this U-Haul truck down 94. It's not pretty. And we'll get to the school there and unload everything. And that's really where the impact happens. Because we see the people that we're helping, the staff and the students that are there. It's just wonderful. You know, you're sitting right next to Santa. Maybe you could talk to him about the sleigh, work that out so you don't have to do the U-Haul. That would be nice. What was your website again? Uh, Santasvolunteers.org. Okay, I'll have to check that out. We could work on it on the Yeah, side. you guys could talk offline. Maybe you know. some logistics. Yeah. Maybe a little of that Santa magic. I think I was following your U-Haul one year. <laughs> Santasvolunteers.org. And I know there's a multitude of websites where kids can still at this late hour send Santa a note to you. Just telling you where the cookies are going to be, that sort of thing. When it comes to cookies, Santa loves them all. We listen all the time at the North Pole, believe me. (laughs) Now, do you listen on your app or do you have a magical radio that picks it up? My Hey Google speaker. If you say, you know, hey Siri or hey Alexa, find Delilah. Right. There you go. That's it. (laughs) John, thank you and give my love to your family. Tell them thank you, especially your kids for their great work. Thank you, Delilah. So, John, do you have any thoughts or words or prayers for folks on Christmas Eve? Gosh, I, I hope everyone can spend wonderful time with their family. And there's a lot of people that don't necessarily have a lot of family to go to. And those are some of the people we try to help out this time of year with Santa's volunteers. So to keep those folks in your prayers and, and wish them a, a very happy and healthy 2020. Santa, I know you got a lot of work to do. You're a busy, busy man. And you've been very gracious to spend this time with us. Do you have any thoughts before we say goodbye? Peace on earth and goodwill to men and hope everyone has a warm place to stay and a meal to eat, like John said, with their family and friends. Amen. Gentlemen, thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of my podcast. And thank you for the good work that you both do to bring blessings to people's hearts and lives. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas to all and And to to all all a good good night. night. Delilah